0: Way, way, way back in the conversation, I was about to explain, um, how I feel about Dave Chappelle and.
1: Oh, let's go back to
0: that. What was the other, uh, Louis C.K. Yeah. So, the way I feel about Louis C.K. is back in the day when way before that whole situation happened i w- used to hang around with the comedians down south and they all of them were just all up in his taint they just wanted to lick his ass mm. from here to kingdom come okay. and i was just like Okay. like he so was
1: Game of Thrones?
0: Yeah. Before okay. the eighth season. <laughs> right. Before the eighth. Of course, of course. And I was just like, I Let's mean, sure, he's your God or whatever, but like, I don't get it. And sometimes I just get feelings about people and I, and I can't explain well, it. Hold on.
1: I don't Go get ahead. it as a whole different reaction though. Because.
0: N- n- okay. So what, what I mean to say is the way, I don't think he's nearly, I don't think he is as high up in, not not in success, but in like.
1: You don't think he's goat level comedian?
0: I just don't think he was that funny, right. So it's not it's not that I don't right. understand why they think he's that funny. Oh. It's that he wasn't that funny to me number one and number two. There was i I felt like mm, some, mm, something's off.
1: I don't know what that means.
0: I I can't explain it. Like, sometimes you just get vibes about people. And generally speaking, when I get a vibe about a celebrity, not, not, I mean, sometimes in real life too, but there have been several instances over the past 10 years where I've just been like, oh, people like love that celebrity. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just get... Sorry, that was my neck. If that if you pick that up, that no, was my neck hilarious. cracking.
1: <laughs> I think nobody would have noticed. They thought it was a mouth noise, probably. But let's you know, I oh, my jaw
0: also cracks, so you might hear <laughs> my, my jaw crack too in here. But I, he's one of the he's one of the several people over the yeah. years that I've just been like, I just get that like you lean to the side and you're just like, uh, okay, I grabbed, it's great that you love them. I just uh-huh. something's off, and it's you cannot explain. What it is, so then when me when the Me Too movement happened and he got outed for all, all right. the stuff he did, I was right. like, I told you, you know well, what I mean. I, I s-
1: get, but that just sounds to me like the nature of um, biased thinking.
0: What do you mean biased?
1: Biased thinking. How you were ready for him to fuck up? That's what it feels like. No, no,
0: no. I wasn't. Something was I don't, already it's off, not, and then it was not, confirmed. It's not. Um, it's not predictive. Not,
1: what I'm saying is that there that message that was being uh, expressed about him. Wasn't necessarily at all aligned with yours, but the fact of the matter is, you felt off. They also did, and that's the end of the story. What do you mean
0: they? All, who's who's they?
1: The people who outed him in the Me Too movement because of I know they, they were didn't saying. feel
0: he was off. They experienced something untoward.
1: By, oh, I'm sorry. Him. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Dave Chappelle
2: again. Um, I'm sorry. We're talking Back about to Louis. Louis. We're, we're talking about specifically yes, Louis C.K. So but sorry. but I'm Dave Chappelle. So is, but
0: Dave Chappelle is also. I um, got
1: you. I got you. That's. <laughs> That's why my my comment didn't make sense. All right. We are going again. We're back on. And uh, the actual moment where we stopped, I can't remember. We were talking about.
0: I don't remember the exact place we stopped, but I do remember I was trying to convey my thoughts on the Louis C.K. Yes. slash yes. Dave Chappelle situation. Right. Absolutely, specifically when it comes to Louis C.K.
1: Right, and I had misunderstood and thought and kind of moved into Chappelle territory. Right, so the Me Too ac- accusations were confusing to me.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, yes, because no, Dave has not been accused of that, as yeah. far as we know.
2: Right, um, right, right.
0: But specifically for Louis C.K., I just, you know, he was just like the comedians in the South who I was hanging out with. Like, he was just their God for mm. several years. And I just, it, I didn't see it. I didn't think, I thought it was funny, but I didn't yeah. think he was so much more funny and so much more of, 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 of someone to look up to, an idol to look up to. Yeah. That just didn't happen. And I just got a weird feeling. Okay. And so when something, when what came out came out about right. him, right. it did, it, it did confirm my bias against him, but it wasn't, it wasn't mm. a bias of like, he, I, I, heard he did this, or I thought he did that, and so this confirms it. It was just a feel; it was just like a vibe. It was, right. you well, know you what I mean. It, like I already said. felt like. Right. Mm, so when something came out, I was like, okay, well that, you know, yeah. well there you yeah. go.
1: <laughs> That's so interesting because this. I remember when John Stewart was on like a. Uh, this is so, kind of layered and convoluted because I, I'm pretty sure he was on a show, on a morning show, um, and being asked about right after that whole thing was breaking being asked about his relationship with Louis C.K. and, uh, you know, if these are the accusations and, you know, this has also been compared in terms of like a comparison circumstance to Bill Cosby for many people.
0: Uh, Okay. For many people. Okay.
1: You know, like, because in terms of the reaction to it, um, the actual differences people have talked about, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, asking a comedian about someone that they know and in this context, they they related it to him. And Jon Stewart replied by basically saying, um a lot of us who were friends with who are friends with louis like we really we really uh knew him to be a uh, a sensitive caring attentive wonderful friend who was there for people around him. A lot of us have also known that Cosby's been a dick for years, mm-hmm. and so maybe this is also the reaction of someone who comes from Louis's generation who actually maybe couldn't see something that was apparent to others because they were women in this case or whatever. Whereas from Cosby, you know, John Stewart's not in the same generation of comedians. Okay. So maybe if you talk to Cosby's real, like age appropriate peer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, People in that generation, they'd be like, yeah, but I mean, you're talking about the way men behaved in show business in the seventies. Are you kidding? Right. You know, they could also respond like that. And, the whole angle that I remember being so ironic about that was that one of the people asking the questions was Matt Lauer.
2: (laughs) 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 So it was like,
1: just became more, more of a story after that, you know? Um, but it, as a side note to relate to this whole thing, um, Amy Schumer was being interviewed by Uh. someone,
0: Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I do not like. I do not like her. But go ahead. I'm, right, I'm willing to right. hear what you have to say about her.
1: Well, I've definitely seen some shit that she's done that's been amazing. But as far as her as a human being, I have no idea. But she seems to be someone who has really great material and is a really interesting thinker. Disagree. Um, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I don't
0: think she's right. – I think her show, I think her writers that she hired and her and her sketch show was great and hilarious. I do not think her comedy is good.
1: Well, that's the inter- that also leads to another area, which I think we should also get into, which is like how much role of a role do the minions have, right? As opposed to uh, the leader of the pack, and 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 I'm sure it varies depending on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe hers is a textbook example of the minions doing all the work and getting none of the credit. Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I really don't know. But she was being interviewed about. Um, someone asked her about Bradley Cooper, and she said. It's the strangest thing. You talk to him and he looks at you and he's listening, which for a man is just not normal. That's <laughs> really the opening comment she has about this individual. Mm. You know? So just to pair with, you know, kind of what we were talking about, like the expectations of an actual interaction that is genuine with a man when you're a woman, I suppose, is not really that, um it's not expected. Right. It's expected to be affected by, you know whatever the the nature of attraction and trying to you know as much as I love um like Patrice O'Neill jokes like having men work with women is like having a grizzly bear work with salmon um
0: (laughs) it's not that it's not funny it's funny it's funny (laughs) it's
1: like it the whole question around it is evolution and like do we uh how long uh I think probably what I can't even guess, but I would imagine someone would feel like you guys really been relying on this whole biological nature of man thing for a while.
0: It's been a Um, long time.
1: And meanwhile, the biological nature of women has not really been, no one's been curious about that in society. What actually women would like to be like Mm -hmm. if the actual constraints around them were not there. No one's really been, no one's given a shit about that, but at the same time, don't get in the way of a man being a man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: the funny thing about nature is sexual dimorphism is is very varied in the animal kingdom. There are plenty of species. Dimorphism, what yeah, that's is? what sexual dimorphism is. Are the physiological differences between the biological sexes of a of a certain species? Oh, so okay, for example, okay. the anglerfish. The female is like some hundred number of times bigger than the male. Right, right, right. And all the male does is produce sperm, and right, that is it. Right, right. And he's this tiny little thing that Which it's, feels right. <laughs>
2: like, <it> feels right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And not only is he only a <laughs> sperm carrier, and that's it. He attaches yeah. himself to the female. He bites into the female's side, and then morphs with her. and And basically, she absorbs part of him. And all he does at that point is just a it's just a sperm sac. Like the right. like the male itself kind of goes away, and right. it, it's just the sperm is left. That's mm-hmm. all she needs him
2: for. Right, right, right.
0: So the fact that men happen to be biologically, um, generally speaking, not not every one to one situation is like that, right. but with. A thousand, a group of a thousand random men and a group of a thousand random women. The men will have uh, the men will be taller generally right. on average. The men will have a higher lung capacity. Right. They'll be have better upper body strength. Ooh. It's just it's just the general way of how it goes right. with us. Right. And a general, generally speaking, a an average man will be able to physically overpower the average woman. Right. right. right? So that's just how it happens to go. Sure. What if it wasn't like that, though? Exactly.
1: <laughs> this is quite literally what my cousin said to me when we were talking about Louis C.K. Because mm-hmm. she and I were, were both huge fans of his. And then it happened. And I remember we were talking about it and she was just like, the way she phrased it was that I don't really mind if some good men go down. That's just going to be part of what happens. Because... Um, this particular guy is someone who she found a lot of comfort in his material. She loved. And there are a lot of women out there who also agree with that, too, that I've spoken I, I don't, to. I don't. Oh, I just, my God. They're, I've definitely spoken to him and enjoy if his If it has comedy. to
0: happen that way, then it happens that way. But if, but if it can be prevented, it should be prevented.
1: Oh, well, we're talking about, Okay. Is it like that's the thing when you talk about the person's act and a person's fandom appreciating that act and then hearing what happened without knowing beforehand. It's Mm -hmm. like they were allowed that time period to enjoy the material while believing that this person didn't do those things. Okay. And then she referred to him as a good man.
0: Wait, wait, who's he? Who's he? Louis. After she found out what happened.
1: Well, what she's saying is, you know, this is a person who basically didn't have any sort of regard for his own place, which was different than being predatory. I think that's how she thought of him.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I want to hear the okay. rest of the story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the main thing is like, you know, um, that's not really a distinction that matters to me in the case of making this movement grow, because this is about um, a, uh, a giant message that has been way too important for way too long. And this is part of it. Like in terms of Al Franken resigning, in the same way okay like that you know, I, that
0: i can sign on to a little bit more
1: it's not i'm just saying like harvey and Louie if again this is why i want to know who the fuck where everybody Dude, was positioned who, in the room who, Who's Har- harvey, harvey weinstein um
0: that uh harvey was
1: crazy like harvey, he was a rapist yeah so harvey was the one like i'm saying like i want to know if because harvey one of the stories was like she, the woman, like, locked herself in the bathroom because she was terrified of him. Mm-hmm. And he was banging on the door trying to get into the room. And I want to know if that is comparable to Louis, for example. St- if, that, if he was standing in the way, physically, of the door of them getting out, if he had locked the door. That is akin to Harvey banging on the door of the woman who's locked herself because there is fear. There is lack of security. There is... All of these elements that are physical Mm -hmm. and real and right in front of you. Uh And then it really does make a difference to me if he was just like in the room and their professional, they were worried about their professional credibility being affected if they walked out, which I still think is a problem. Absolutely. Right. Right. It's absolutely a problem. It just is to me the difference in degree between Louis and Harvey.
0: Okay, so I'm so so. What I wanted—that's kind to, of what I'm
1: saying. They're so what I wanted to the same problem.
0: What I wanted to address is coming from the perspective of a woman
2: mm-hmm.
0: who uh, I have been through my, a woman. A hormon. <laughs> That's How I like to say it. Coming from the perspective of someone who has dealt with sexual aggression mm-hmm. and have had my own experiences to and and again this is only because with the me too movement is specifically about women dealing with sexual harassment and sexual assault by men there are all kinds of situations where you could be it could be two women it could be two men but yeah. we're specifically talking about right, heteronormative right, relationships right. right now or yeah. or pair relationships
1: yeah and in the context of species the way our species works with men being larger it's a very significant topic
0: so what i want to say is when it comes to seeing it differently if there was a if there was physical intimidation or physical aggression versus non-physical aggression as a as specifically as a woman in the moment who's dealt with both mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to to us, so i can understand as a man mm-hmm. and we've never had this discussion so i can't assume what has or has not gotcha. happened to you
2: gotcha, gotcha, what gotcha. i'm
0: saying is that someone who has dealt with that especially after it wouldn't matter and On top of that, my career could be on the line. I don't know. There's so many unspoken things happening as to whether I say yes or no. You're doing a whole Venn diagram in in your head of what could happen to you physically if you say yes or no, Fuck what could happen to your career if you say yes or no. You're Mm -hmm. doing all of those calculations in your head. So it doesn't matter – whether he physically blocked the door or not, it doesn't matter if he verbally said, "Your career, this this decision makes your career." I understand. it doesn't? It I doesn't. Don't, I
1: don't understand yet.
0: The reason is because. So you know how people say like they're they're like when you're when you're confronted with something there's like fight flight or freeze right. there there are other responses there's right. there's friend there's other things going on but the but the basic like lizard brain does fight fight or flee
2: freeze okay. Okay. generally
0: speaking women freeze they also friend but we're not talking about that yeah. they freeze okay. right so when someone comes up to you and let's let's just say the general thing is like hey can I jerk off in front of you mm-hmm. if you're sitting in a green room and you're getting ready to go up in a half an hour and your <laughs> part of your career is current is, is depending on whether or not this person says that Absolutely. you can, you, you can or can't yeah. perform. It doesn't matter if he's blocking the door. That well, doesn't matter I, I still, because there's still a power difference there.
1: I I, 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 don't know what to say because my reaction as an honest person listening to what you're saying says still, I still think it matters. However, I still want. I, I'm not trying to say that you can't ha- say that. Like I'm just saying I don't, I don't understand that.
0: You don't. Okay, so. I'm, I'm trying
1: to think of a comparison, but like it's if it's if the comparison I'm making is if someone were at the bar, if I'm at the bar. Oh,
0: are you and, a man or a woman?
1: Um I'm I'm I, I think it's important for me to remain a man.
0: Okay, in this case, because okay. I'm trying
1: to be honest about where I'm coming okay. from. Okay, if you're
0: a man in a bar.
1: If I'm a man in a bar and someone comes up to me and they have a reaction and that wait, is aggressive. Some, someone, a man,
0: another man. A man, another man. Okay.
1: In this case, another man. Let's just even make it a larger uh, a significantly f- larger man f-
0: someone who who could f- who could physically aggra- right. aggress against exactly. you and you would be intimidated exactly. by that okay
1: as is in an altercation with me whether it's about, uh, starts with a conversation or whether somebody else was involved and we all of a sudden are in it and we don't know we ended up in it whatever if it has to do with me feeling afraid because of their energy and what they've done and what they've said versus, for example, pulling a gun out or basically saying verbatim, I'm going to fuck you up or whatever, announcing it. That still is a distinction that I would make along the way in terms of figuring out what to do next. It would still matter to me the the level of trouble that I am in in that moment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter in terms of the fact that, I mean, I guess I'm saying of course it doesn't matter in terms of the fact that I'm still, going to feel something and be affected by it. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. I'm just disputing that the levels matter. And okay. So,
0: so coming from your, for come, coming from the perspective of someone who doesn't walk, who doesn't walk around this earth feeling defensive Uh about what another person could be thinking about doing to them against their will every day. You're d- You're you're not coming from that perspective. Maybe unless like you're walking home at 4 a.m. from a job and right. you're in a bad neighborhood right, exactly. in a specific circumstance. I don't
1: have to worry most of the time. You don't have to worry right. most of the time. Right, exactly. Most
0: women you talk to. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a little litmus test you can give people. This is a fun little thing. When you ask someone, Hey, are you like on a dating app or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I'm on these dating apps. If you ask a man, what, uh, what's like the worst thing you could think of of, of like, what are you afraid of when you go to meet someone on a dating app? They might be like, Oh, they don't look like they're pictures or like they're, you know, like they're an escort or they're yes, a catfish or what whatever. And when you ask already. a woman, what do yes. they say? I'm afraid of being raped and killed.
1: You know what the problem with that is that that, that what? actual argument is a Louis CK joke.
0: Well, of course it would be, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, he was he he literally made a joke about the differences in terms of how much women have to worry about as opposed to how much men have to worry about.
0: So part of that is <laughs> so part of that yeah is that it doesn't even matter if if we are, like, let's say we're we're being harassed, not even necessarily harassed, let's just say someone comes up to us and says something creepy, mm-hmm. and they don't have power. Let's say we're at a bar where, like, you don't, the person doesn't have power over us. They don't, they can't control our careers. They don't know us. That's just, right. you're at a bar, right. some random dude comes up to you, and he's not particularly tall. He's not right. particularly jacked. He's just, like, some random dude, mm-hmm. and he's being creepy. Right. You still have to think of all whether he doesn't of course he doesn't have a gun because you're like well if he had a gun or a knife no he doesn't have to have a gun or he doesn't have to do any of that stuff right because you know there's so many things that could go wrong in that situation where you would have to fend for yourself and then if you survive that you'd have to look for help and then if you find help and you want to create some kind of police report or do something about it you're not. You're not necessarily going to remember what this dude looks like. Okay. The police aren't going to be able to help you. They're not okay. going to be able to find that. Per- you know what I'm saying? There's so right. many things that you're thinking about beyond just the physicality of whether or not this person can can overpower me. And as a man, for you, it, it you have you say that the threshold hasn't been reached if he doesn't say something that would make me think that I'm in physical danger. If he doesn't pull out a gun, if he doesn't pull out some kind of weapon, even if he's way bigger than me, I'm not going to that place of like, hmm, I need to be right, on my guard right, right, right exactly. now. Yeah. Women have to do that. Right. So be- whether or not I understand for you, I get what you're saying. If yeah. he didn't block the door, there's a difference and a different reaction we should be having than if he blocked the door. Or right. if he said your career right. is on the line, that's a different reaction than we should be having. Well, if he didn't say your career was on
2: regardless. the line.
1: Regardless.
0: For us, it doesn't make a difference because when you start parsing that stuff, it, it starts to make people feel like, okay, well, if I don't cross that line, then what I did wasn't harassment.
1: So this is, okay, this is literally, um, I'm so fascinated by this because okay. number one, what you're saying, and I think I'm, I'm getting it very clearly, is that when I answered the question, when I gave my perspective, it's from the perspective of someone who's dealing with the problem in a way, maybe in like a pure way, which is like basically like this is the problem in front of me.
2: Mm-hmm. When
1: you're looking at it, it's like the follow up. Mm-hmm. Society is literally set up to not listen yep. to what happened. Yep. And so the, if the degrees don't matter to society, why yep. should they matter to me? Right. That's number one. And then after that, I'm in a, I'm in a situation where I'm thinking about um, the people that I'm surrounded with. And I just, I get to deal with it as an actual problem that has degrees because it has been allowed to live. I don't know what to call that, but like literally like a problem that's been allowed to live in some form that resembles natural. Like you're in a place and there's a person who's being a problem and you deal with it naturally. Yeah. But as far as being a woman, there are so many things set up to basically ignore Um, the significant elements of the altercation and the circumstance. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. If you go to a police station and say, hey, this guy, like, beat the crap out of me or tried to like tried to uh restrain me or yeah. followed me to my car they're actually gonna care more than if a woman says hey right. this creepy guy followed mm-hmm. me to my like because even if let's say he goes away the guy's at the at the bar yeah. and you're like get the fuck away from me and you don't know if like, he's gonna well, wait for you for were, you, by were your you car.
1: wearing that yeah like, what, it's yeah so a guys never exactly. gonna be asked what were
0: you wearing that's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, not gonna happen
1: did you wear confrontational clothing <laughs> to the bar is that why he addressed you in this manner <laughs> Yeah, were you yeah. too
0: dapper? <laughs>
1: right, were you? Did you? Did you really outshine him? I mean, listen, like you can't do that. No, yo, know.
0: it's it, there's so many things that go into it. That right. that for us, the, the the I understand why the degrees matter to certain people and, and, and matter to you. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, uh, from our perspective, we can't start parsing those little those little degrees particularly when there is a when there is a power imbalance because what we've been talking about is trying to trying to say like it's a neutral like going to a bar is neutral territory Right, but, but but in the Louis C.K. situation, you're talking. It's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. But when you're when you're talking about power imbalance, like that is a whole different animal. That is absolutely, it's completely an different layer. And something that's very a that,
2: huge layer. It's
0: a huge layer. and something that's happened very yeah. very recently. I don't know if you know who this is, but one of the one of the uh, the try guys was caught cheating on his wife with an employee. Really. And. Um, and so a lot of the conversation has been, well, he's been married forever. He's got two kids. The woman was engaged. She's been with someone for 11 years, and she was engaged, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the first things that that people said to the guy's response was like, I engaged, you know, I should have had my focus on my family, and, and I engaged in a consensual. This is the word he used. Consensual. You just say the
1: word family, you're going to get some likes. Yeah. Whatever.
0: Consensual workplace relationship. And people are yeah. like, excuse me, you were her boss. There is no situation in which that... Doesn't matter if she pursued you. There is no situation in which that is a hundred percent consensual because right. whenever there's a power difference, you have to be way on your guard about right. about whatever you're doing. Yeah, fraternizing with someone who's an employee of right. yours—it's just—it's impossible. In a society
1: that wasn't so capitalistically oriented, then we could have a different type of conversation. Right, but, but if, but if at my job—if
0: I think my job is on the line, yeah,
1: you're messing with money, yeah, like that's everything. That's what we have. That's what we are always up doing is trying to earn money and make sure we have enough money to relax later, you know?
0: So so what I'm saying is as, as someone who, right. like, who ha- okay. I'm coming from the perspective, and, and this and this counts even if I'm not coming from my own perspective, which is of having anxiety related to sexual confrontation. If someone walked in the room, door, let's say the door is wide open. The door right. is actually open. If a guy comes in here and is like, hey, can I jerk off in front of you? I see that already as a threat. It doesn't yeah. matter what he sees. It doesn't matter what bystanders see. It right. is, what all, all that matters is I feel threatened at that yeah, point. Yeah, and yeah. I think other people don't understand that aspect of it, that right. I i already perceive there to be a threat to me, regardless but, of whether he's like, but yeah. I was a gentleman and I asked. Yeah. So well, it's different. <laughs> well,
1: let's tie it back around to what I referenced earlier, the patrice o'neill joke about having a man work with women when women's having a grizzly bear work with salmon yeah and if you actually further the characters of that joke and then you look at it as if if you are a salmon and a grizzly bear is jerking off in front of you <laughs> god <laughs> there seems to be a reason to be afraid uh right off the bat um uh, yeah yeah like it, it changes the context
0: it changes it and, and and let's let's go with the best case scenario that that woman hasn't had any uh negative sexual experiences in her whole life and she's a complete clean slate and is coming at this you know similarly to the to, to the way a man would, right. she her would na- probably her name is
1: her name is siri
2: <laughs> siri,
0: mm-hmm. siri can be sassy sometimes yeah um but you know the <laughs> the confusion and and the and the feeling of Confusion and and feeling threatened, not understanding what's happening and what what the consequences are if you say no. But then if you add to that someone who has had that experience, someone who has been sexually assaulted, someone who has been sexually harassed. Right, right, right. If you add that, it doesn't matter that you asked nicely. Mm -hmm. You're still re-traumatizing that person just by asking and just by being in the position of power over them that you are.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That's exactly where the patriarchy would fail because we uh, don't, again, we all focus on anger and have no attention on any of the other emotions. So traumatizing is not something that, that, I mean, I like to to look at countries and systems as individuals sometimes just to analyze them. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking about the patriarchy if it was my friend Jeff. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that's basically what I'm talking about. My name Jeff. You know, the patriarchy (laughs) in this way we We really have created a world that embraces uh conflict and mm-hmm. anger in that sort of sense
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and that the idea of being traumatized and recognizing that is so alien to that method of thinking
0: it's because it it literally has nothing to do with you mm-hmm. well, you what you're asking of the country is to recognize what someone else feels that has well, and that you don't necessarily have to I agree think with
1: that's the truth at first, but at the end, if you if you it, if you if you actually get though if you get the men if you get everybody to the place where they can listen then all of a sudden they're going to realize that they've also been traumatized along the way Okay. they didn't realize that they were actually Some. taking their anger out on other people as well yeah. and dealing with it because you otherwise they would kill themselves or kill each other like there there, there are people there still are individuals even though perpetuation of racism and and all, and misogyny everything they are still human being individuals who have to manage their own pain mm-hmm. as they live every day. Mm-hmm. So then it's a person who is also being traumatized, also watching shit happen around them, and then at the same time, just fucking having the privilege of taking down in their surroundings. Mm. But they don't even realize that that doesn't fix anything, and they're still going to internalize all of that shit. Yeah. So at first I think that's totally right what you're saying you know what I mean but at, when you get down to the real meat of it it's like it's not just because it's someone else's problem it's because that person never really realized how to recognize their own problems
0: mm-hmm.
1: and is not courageous enough at that moment And hasn't been enough to to address them
0: Part of what, not attack
1: them address no, them
0: not attack don't attack them address, <laughs> you attack the problem you don't attack the person <laughs> But I, no, that's oh my
1: it. god Hate the Sam, Love the sinner
0: Oh god That's mm.
1: Somebody said that to me
0: <laughs> No oh. um, I, It was about gays Of course it was, it was Of course it was, it was Church about the gays it's a, And by the way That doesn't work You can't No it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't. Oh
1: my god Not even It's not even an itch. No <laughs> It's not even a thing.
0: But uh, yeah, a lot of people. So we were talking earlier about abuse and how rampant how rampant abuse is, especially emotional abuse, because you can you know yeah. you, it's very easy to see what physical abuse is. It's on the outside, but emotional abuse right. is the inside. Right. So it's so easy to be like, "That's not abuse," or "I never recognized that that was abuse." So what trauma is the same way. You yeah. you have to be taught. Right. What is trauma, and so you can recognize it within yourself and stop doing it to yourself mm-hmm. and other people. But mm-hmm. what I mean, you ha- you have to come across someone who teaches you that, or you have to be open to hearing it. There's there's so many steps to, to just being open to acknowledging the fact that it exists right. within you at all, and no. that maybe someone you love and revere and idolize is the person who like hurt you the most and damaged you. And then you you know you have there's so many things that you have Stockholm
1: to- syndrome in that or or. Um, Not do, like that.
0: Do you mean like? Do you mean, well, uh,
1: being feeling empathy for the for the perpetrator?
0: That is that is a um a symptom of abusiveness. Is feeling empathy toward your abuser. That is yeah. that is part of it. Um, but some of that is to be expected because who are we around? Especially when we're young, we're around our family. We're around our close the close right. friends of the family. We're around people who are close. Right. That's who has access to us when we're young. Right? Yeah. So if if you don't understand that what is being done is abusive or traumatizing and you go your whole life and then you perpetuate it to other people, Mm -hmm. you're not going to know that asking that question, which seems the gentlemanly way for you. It's not yeah. like you're forcing it. You're being a gentleman yeah. about it, right? It's like uh, no. It's still actually not good. <laughs> it's yeah. still actually a really bad thing.
1: Should I? Am I in the middle of traumatizing you right now? Is that that that's that, that the question you you're sh- supposed to ask? I mean, should I stop traumatizing you? <laughs> should yeah. I stop? Should I should I pause? Let pause. me know if I
0: should stop traumatizing pause. you. <laughs> <Pause>. <laughs> yeah. So that was the Louis C.K. I wanted to give my perspective. Yeah, the woman. Yeah, the that woman makes a lot
1: of makes a lot of sense.
0: The woman and and particularly post. Um, post-sexual trauma, traumatized woman's perspective of how that can be traumatizing on its own, regardless of whether or not there was a, there was physical, uh, there was a physical blockade or if there was a threat to the person's career. And that is a cherry on top, the power dynamic cherry on top, but that wasn't the actual core issue. So I just wanted to let you know how I felt about the core issue and why that was a problem. But, but.
1: No, for real. That, yeah.
0: So. What you are what you were trying to say about Dave Chappelle, what is your what how do you feel about that?
1: Well, Chappelle, I mean, like, that's the thing. You know, let's say, um, for example the immediate thing I wanna say is like what would happen if we found out right now that he had some Me Too accusations? Actual ones, he, Similar to Louis?
0: Um how would we feel?
1: How would we feel right now in this conversation? And the reason I bring that up is because you know, you had like you said, you had the reaction when you saw Louis's work.
0: I was like, oh, this is yeah. a person
1: who is, you know, maybe a little. You know, your gut said this is a troubled individual in some way, and it relates to something that I have experienced. Okay, your gut said all of that without a full sentence, but like you felt something. Yeah, similar to that, and I'm guessing from the way we talk because I haven't felt it from you. Maybe I'm, I'm I don't mean to speak for you, but it, it doesn't feel like you've had the same reaction to Chappelle's work
0: not only have i not only what i okay so the weird thing is since the me too movement i've kind of put all men in power into a box and been like i can't really be surprised if any man with power and money is accused of that you know what yeah, i'm saying right. but beyond the generalization right. of power and money brings out the worst in people
2: right
0: um i would be so i it's Beyond, like I said, beyond the generalization, I would yeah. be surprised if there was something specific like that that came out about right. him. Right. And also, I was already surprised just from oh. all the all the trans jokes that he makes. That in itself surprised me. Like yeah. that didn't even when it first started years ago. I yeah. was like, oh, oh, this is interesting because I didn't see it coming.
1: Right. Oh, okay. Well, to me in my mind, whenever I see a comedian attack, especially one who's supposed to be known as the goat or whatever. Attack the things that we're not supposed to talk about. That's exactly what's supposed to happen in our narrative as comics.
0: I think there's a difference between attacking what you're not supposed to talk about. There's a, there, like I said.
1: I'm not mes- saying arbitrarily necessarily.
0: No, no well, mm, I, I don't mean. I uh, feel
1: like that's part of the reaction. Like, don't just talk about whatever you're, you know what I mean?
0: Um, That's not my reaction.
1: Okay. I, right. I
0: do, but like I said, if you tell jokes about race and they're funny, it's right, funny. right. If you tell jokes about race, and they're not funny. It's racist. Of course. <laughs> so, I, I'm speaking,
1: so, so let me be forthright. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm speaking with the perspective of someone who watched all of his last five or six specials.
0: Okay. And did you and find his loved trans jokes? All of them. You cho- yeah, so you found the trans jokes funny?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was one that was, it wasn't, it was part of a larger topic that was more confusing to me at the time. Okay. And it was the, um, the turf, the, um, um, was it trans-exclusionary radical feminist or something like that? Uh,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know you're term, talking about. Yes, this yes term. Yes.
1: And it was what he brought up, and he basically said, yeah, I guess I'm on that team. Yeah. And I remember hearing him say that, and I was like, okay, at the end of the day, you're still on stage telling jokes and doing comedy. You know what I mean? Like, you're still on stage... Like I didn't, I didn't feel, and again, maybe I didn't feel living because like what we talked about just before, mm-hmm. I was able to see the problem as a man dealing with a problem and another man in the bar. And I saw that problem purely okay, without any consequences that society would have levied on me if I were a woman or something like that in that case. Okay. So when I, I, I listened to the joke, I was, I was responding to that information In the same way that I would have. Okay. If a guy had not pulled a gun out but was just puffing his feathers a little bit.
0: Right. At you.
1: Yeah. Okay. And whereas if there was someone who was actually traumatized or in a group of people who had been um, and experienced the, the actual nature of not having any help and nobody caring about the details and the degrees of the circumstance, that maybe the actual hearing tell of that joke doesn't really matter at all. Because the topic itself is traumatizing.
2: Okay. Um,
1: and so, in my mind, I'm watching this material, and I love every minute of it. Even when it got to Team Turf, I was like, it's just not as funny as the other stuff. I just don't know. But I also really, I really appreciate, and this is true. This is the absolute truth. I really appreciate um, if you are on the wrong side of history, so to speak. Mm-hmm. If, the, if he is, for example, and he is just explaining himself, I can't imagine what would be more beneficial than hearing a person who is in power due to their own vices uh, 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 abilities mm-hmm. and basically expl- uh, explaining exactly their opinion even though they know that nobody wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. I would much rather hear that that is exactly what they believe because I know that they represent a lot of people and that those people will then understand that it's okay to feel how they feel and then maybe they'll be able to actually express it but this is a huge wish but express it uh, as opposed to react to it because um, I don't know what's better to have like for example the KKK underground mm-hmm. or right out in front of everybody. You know what I mean? But the energy.
0: Underground. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. <laughs> I,
1: I mean, fewer people die.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> fewer people die and that's much better. But at the same time, um, the movement is, is there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And so I guess, of yeah. course, the, the truth is underground. But at the same time, like, we have, we have, um I guess all I'm saying is that when I watched his material, it's quite possible that just because I wasn't traumatized that I'm able to listen to every joke without a sort of pain that's attached to it.
0: Right, right. And
1: really process the material. Right. And so turf, that particular thing was like. I don't really understand this. I also appreciate hearing a person uh just be the person that they are because I know that most of these guys out there are exactly that person. That's what I'm saying.
0: Okay. There's so there's actually there's there's a lot that was that goes into this uh to this conversation, so I'm going to try to organize it as I as I respond to yeah, you. Yeah,
1: I I, I I did cover
0: the, you covered, a, but that's good though a that the, and that's why I think it's good to have this conversation because it's not just one thing. There's yeah. there's several different things yeah. going on. Um, so the first thing is. A comedian is always going to run the risk of alienating their audience when they talk about controversial topics that cause pain to people. Like Mm. you, you just have to accept that when you choose to talk about sexual assault, about dead babies, about gay, about gay rights, about trans rights, about what, like you have to even racism. Right, (laughs) the easiest thing for people to laugh at is racism. (laughs) Because it's just like, you know, what do you, you can't do it. There's nothing you could do about it. It's just that's the way you were born. Everything else happens to you, but like being, you're just born the the race that you're born. And when people go to comedy shows, you're sitting next to all different kinds of people and you hopefully are all laughing at the same jokes, right? When you start going into other Mm. things, you know, you have to know, like, for example, something I, I told my, my friend a long time ago is like, there's a difference between, there's a huge difference between dead baby jokes and rape jokes, because mm. one in every four people in your audience has experienced sexual abuse or mm-hmm. sexual assault in their life, right? right? So you're much less likely to offend people by telling a dead baby joke than you are by telling a rape joke.
1: Well, but also rape, that's connected to the weight of it, I think, because people tell racial jokes, but more than one in four people in the audience have experienced racism.
0: They have. Um, I guess
1: in the shows that I go to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have. It's a difference. A of, it's, I would like yeah. maybe it's, it is a, uh, it is a long-term.
1: But it's comparable.
0: It's, it's a long-term trauma that, that is like in small doses every day as a yeah. person, as opposed to like this, these huge events right. that could derail your life.
1: Well, it's actually, even the thing I just said is also kind of backwards because I just brought up race as a comparison to rape jokes in terms of topics. But seeing a white comedian on stage today using the N-word is much less common than seeing a white, com- than seeing a white comedian or any, com- any male comedian bringing up rape
0: yes that, that is true and
1: so the actual sensitivity there is a an awareness of that because of the severity of a racial topic that is presented at least in one way which is the word right which doesn't mean that it's qualitative but it's it's one way right yeah so that that also makes sense
0: yeah so this so similarly with trans jokes part of the reason that i don't lo- i like i said I don't care if he says the jokes. The problem is capitalism, and if he wants to get paid for them, you know, boo-hoo. If people don't want to pay you to hear those jokes, don't complain about that that's because a, that's the way capitalism works. I mean, uh, the
1: payment you can thing still say sense them. when you brought it up earlier, but in this case, it, it's strange to me because I'm thinking of the artist who's just trying to make an hour of material and talking about stuff that matters to them.
0: If the private company who's paying you doesn't want you telling those jokes, right. then you don't tell those jokes. This, this is not this is not Netflix Whatever, whoever, whoever Comedy Central whoever's paying you. If they tell you, we do not want to, you to put these jokes, and Netflix right, didn't say some, that because no. he's because he's been doing but his some, specials. Right,
1: because some but, comedians agree to that and some, and some comedians and don't. And some don't. On how rebellious or how famous they but are. But they're
0: private company. So the issue of the, my issue with the censorship Mm-hmm. Um, pro- a problem with them complaining yeah. about censorship to me it's a non-starter because that's not what censorship is. Okay. You're dealing with a private company who can make their own rules, just mm-hmm. like Twitter. Like kicked off Kanye because he said some anti-Semitic shit. They have rules, and you violate you violated their rules. You don't have a right to be on Twitter. You don't have a right to get paid millions of dollars for telling your jokes. That's a contract.
1: Well, does is the rules of Netflix comparable to the rules of Hollywood, which isn't a private company but an entity? It sort of exists as a conglomerate of, of Well, no, or no.
0: The the I mean, we're talking. we talk about when I talk about okay. rules. I mean, the, right. I mean the specifics of the contract that you sign. Okay, all right. I mean that. I got you. Um, I mean there are lots. There's lots of things that go on. Well, holiday, I'm curious about know, the... that
1: because both are similarly enforced, but uh, one is more obvious. That's why I brought it up. Okay. Netflix. It's a contract. It's in paper. It's in writing. It's obvious. Yeah. Company. Uh, rhetoric, all that all those guidelines are obvious. They're written. Yeah. And then uh, but many non obvious rules are just as effectively enforced. Okay. I and understand. So that's
0: why yeah. that's the only reason. Yeah. Um a lot of people have to deal with that kind of it's just the turn it's the turning of the of the general tied in the air of what people are not willing to put their money behind you don't necessarily have a contract but we know like you said some stuff so we're not going to hire you like that happens all the time right that's you know it's it's just what the market is it's the free hand it's the free hand of the market that that company doesn't want to deal with whatever backlash they could potentially get by bringing you and whatever you're saying on and it doesn't today it's trans jokes tomorrow it could be something else right So, you know, that's
1: why the details matter to me because I mean, you know, they make sense to me because like there was this boycott of Israeli companies at Park Slope co-op. I remember like 10 years ago and it (laughs) was somebody wrote this post. It was like, so they boycotting what olives, hummus, anything else? (laughs) It's like two items. (laughs) But at the same time, the thing was a big deal based on like, okay, I understand like the policy of the country are in, in, in huge need of questioning. And this is your action to make sure everybody pays attention. Don't you dare buy some olives. Don't you <laughs> dare buy those fucking olives. Because if you do, You're you supporting. are killing Palestinian babies.
0: Yeah. If we did that, we would all starve to death. because Don't it
1: taste good? savory
0: motherfucker like (laughs) all the clothes that you're wearing right now were probably put together by cambodian child slaves like it's like your cars are put together in factories with you know what i mean so everything everything that we import is made by slave labor
1: well slave labor is one thing but just the actual interaction of you know uh, (laughs) yeah 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 it's it's there's so much more to discuss so much but,
0: more. So my thing about Dave Chappelle is part of what bothers me about Dave Chappelle is if you if you haven't noticed since he's calling a household name, like of course I, I watch Chappelle show, yeah. and and he really just broke this barrier between. White people and black people in particular, where we could really just in our own homes laugh at the same jokes and laugh at racism from both sides. and it was just it was of course, paved the way for King Peel, my favorite people of all time, who are both half black and half white, so it's perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but Dave Chappelle just really just like kicked the door open for Dave. that. Yeah. No he's not half white.
2: Yeah, right? No.
1: Yeah. Both parents.
0: I'm pretty sure he's, he's
1: a quarter white.
0: white. No, his wife is Asian. It's no,
1: su- his his family doesn't he have whiteness in his family?
0: Well, most most African Americans have <laughs> white in their family. Most I'm like t- I, my my one of my relatives is like twenty percent white, but she you know they identify as black. I'm so that you know I'm ten percent white. I'm sure, but I you know but the but the my oh,
1: friends are gonna be so upset with me already.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'd yeah. be like, we didn't know you thought this. Yeah, but, yeah. But, I can
1: hear him say it already.
0: But the issue is that. When Dave was a quote unquote nobody, like obviously by the third season, like he he trekked off to Africa, he had millions of dollars, It it was a whole situation. But what I don't like about him making all these trans jokes is number one... I would not be surprised. I I would be surprised if some Me Too stuff came out about him, but I would not be surprised if a trans fetish came out about him because he's just so focused on trans people that it's like the amount of attention you give trans people makes me a little, makes me a little suspicious about how invested you are in trans people.
1: I mean, but the connection between those two things is very interesting. You just talk about it so much. Between trans fetish and just oppressing women <laughs> is just already a connection. <laughs> and I think that's, that's what we should focus on. It's <laughs> like there is, there is a criminality to manhood that has been allowed to exist for a long time. And just as you can see from the way I analyze life, uh, there is a privilege that, that comes with the way that I see things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about all of those points yet. I'm still figuring them out. <laughs> but, um, The way we view the world is based on what's happened to us. Yeah. And if we, uh, as as you grow old, you get better at filtering things that you don't want to see out of your vision.
2: Mm.
1: Everybody. Mm. Everybody does. And then only the people who really embrace wisdom really try to understand that it's okay to feel some pain and confusion
2: Mm.
1: and, and grow from that because that's actual growth. The rest is just like... You're on a respirator. Mm-hmm. You're just you're just a person who doesn't really... You're, you're, doing a, you're doing an impression of yourself five years ago or three years ago or ten years ago. You're not growing. You're not yourself. Right. And meanwhile, all these things are happening around you. It's not like you're not noticing them. Like you see the world changing around you. And so we're in a state right now where a lot of us get really embarrassed for getting caught saying the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I embrace it. i i (laughs) i meant that jokingly but um i do think that because the reason i embrace being wrong is that i was born in one place and raised in three others and so there were a series of different um uh rewards and punishments and uh things that were uh, embraced versus things were that were um sort of uh I don't know what to call it, but like, you know, you just people react awkwardly to it or whatever, to behavior mm-hmm. that I reacted to very quickly as a kid and kept feeling like, well, I don't really know what the fuck you guys are talking about as far as these goddamn rules to keep changing, you know? And so I suppose that I have the freedom. This is me sort of giving a, a voice to a perspective changing from age like 12 to 20. Mm-hmm. You know, I suppose that there are uh, a series of different values depending on where you are, which means that I suppose I get to choose mine. Yeah. And I get to figure out what's important to me. And I, in a way, it's a gift that I don't have to be beholden to the community that raised me, because there were six communities that raised me, and so I, I get to be an adult who says, "Well, I really enjoyed the way that." people in the Midwest actually don't lead with yelling oh. at the same time. I dislike the fact that they don't ever, that they, that they also seem to smile all the time and mm. mean it every once in a while.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And so I try to become a person who uses tactfulness and just patience and res- and not respect, but like I incorporate that because that's the whole reason for it. I respect the person that's why I'm patient, even though they, they're already pissing me off and I have a gut reaction mm-hmm. about what's happening in front of me. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm I'm not answering the question with that vitriol that I see when I go to, when you're standing in an intersection and watch two cab drivers in Tel Aviv fucking yell at each other, like standing outside the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like a honk is like a hello there. Like it's just, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to be full of shit and smile when I don't mean it. Right. So I'm trying to find that balance and
0: they're both dysfunctional just different dysfunctional.
1: Yeah, I'm giving the extreme versions of both. Yeah. I'm giving the extreme versions of both. But I think that that, you know, that's a uh, a, a a it's a plus and a minus, but I I was trying to to make yeah a composite human being out <laughs> of like six different sort of energies that I was getting. Yeah. Whereas most people really have a dominant energy or maybe one or two dominant energies that really created who they were. And they uh, it's, it's, it's frightening to challenge that yes. with questions about uh, uh, who you are. The only people who are not frightened by that are people who have been traumatized, who didn't have a choice when they grew up and something changed right in front of them when they weren't ready for it. It seems like to me.
0: Well, the, you can still be afraid of that, afraid of change, if you have been traumatized. But mm. I, I think that.
2: I didn't mean that. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's absolutely. it's just
0: that. Gener- generally speaking, I think I think what you're saying is that people who haven't experienced, haven't had to experience those kinds of drastic changes, right. are the are tend to be the people who are desperately trying to hold on to right. the exactly. sameness and not change and the white
1: pick a fence. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um I yeah, I, I, I understand that. I try to put myself in, in a position to feel like it's I, I've tried to become comfortable and the discomfort, which is easy as a black person in America, it's just you just have to, you just have to get used to that. There's just no escaping that. <laughs> um, yeah. So whenever I hear white people complain about Oh my god, I'm, I'm so I'm so uncomfortable by it. you just talk about race so much. I'm just so tired of hearing black people complain about racism so much. It makes me so uncomfortable. I'm like, you know, it's more uncomfortable being black. So you can handle it. You can yeah. handle hearing about it because yeah. we actually have to live with it. <laughs>
2: right.
0: <So.
1: laughs> i was thinking about that with gay people and straight people, like how like men, because we really do get uncomfortable, uh, a lot of us, when we see like two men making out on screen and it's like... Um,
0: yeah, if it's two women, if it's two hot women, it's hot. If it's two ugly women, it's not it's hot. If it's two
1: ugly women, it's still better than two men for some reason. Oh, okay. I don't even know why. What if it's not even true. Yeah, but it's 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 just there's something about like we have and the 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 thing that changed my mind was that I thought about how many times gay people would watch straight relationships yep. on television. Yep,
0: that's exactly what we say when when Moonlight came out and won. Yeah. So many people were like, I mean, I wasn't gonna watch it. Like, I'm glad it was a gay story. If it was just a black story, I wouldn't have watched. Like, you know what I, mean? I wouldn't have watched it? I was like, oh, it had to be a gay story for you to be interested. If it was just about straight black people, you wouldn't have cared. Like, how many characters do do people of color have to identify with? White characters in books and movies and TV, and we have to see ourselves in them, but you can't see yourselves <laughs> oh in my us God. ever.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. Right, right, right.
0: There's just too many people of color. And I don't like that. There's people of color in what's the new? What is it? Brings of power or something? Whatever. There's like too many uh, people of yeah. color in all these movies. Ariel's black now. People are losing their minds.
1: Yeah, the mermaid thing was hilarious, <laughs> and it was. Uh, I think Trevor Noah said something like, "If it was like, if." It's Little Mermaid. If it's a, if there's a lil in front of it, it's a black woman.
0: <laughs> Little Mermaid, L I L. Little
1: Mermaid, <laughs>
0: like Lil Wayne. That's what he
1: said? Yeah, Little yeah. <laughs> Why are you even surprised? What's wrong with you? All right, it was supposed to be black in the first place. <laughs> he's also the dude, and I've heard people say when he's leaving the Daily Show that he's never been funny. And I'm like, are you kidding me, man?
0: You're not paying attention.
1: No, man. Like Trevor said, Noah is. He did a story. He said this story's about white babies. That's how he introduced the story. He said, you guys know white babies? They're like black babies, but they're not fully done. (laughs) (laughs) They're
0: not fully cooked.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he said that on primetime television. That's wonderful, man. That's great.
0: I love that. I I feel like it's such a progression. Dave Chappelle... To Key and Peel, to Trevor Noah, who right. also half black and half white, right, um, still right. has his accent though, so you know. Also a <laughs> really intense
1: mixture of South African and Swiss. Yeah. Swiss German. That's fucking crazy.
0: During apartheid as a whole thing. And his. Oh I don't know if it was his father or his mother's second husband, because I don't remember. Because he, he, he always says, like, my mother's husband. He doesn't say my father when Ooh. he's talking about the abuse of his mother. Because when, when the Kim and Kanye thing happened where he was harassing her and Pete Davidson, yeah. he told a whole story about how his mother right. was shot in the head. Right. But he always said her husband. Right. I don't remember him saying my father. That's
1: right. Father was, the father was Swiss German, mother was South African. The father was white. But I don't know if that's the husband.
0: Right. So I can't, I can't confirm or deny that part of it. But like domestic abuse, again, we were talking about the differences between the way men and women live. When she, when she, when he would beat her and she'd go to the cops, they'd be like, well, what did you do to piss him off? Right. So we always. So when the guy comes up to us and is creepy or is even looking at it, the whole thing, is like, right. oh, you can't control how people look when people lo- it's like when someone looks at us, right. we have a different reaction right. than the way you do right. because we're going down the whole line of what could happen. The
1: whole social system just fell apart because of those fucking creepy eyes. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. yeah, it's
0: a whole situation where
1: you got to make up for the fact that no one's coming for you. Right. In that moment.
2: Right.
0: So Yeah. So that's right. part that's part of the of the disconnect that that mm-hmm. we have. Um, but I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it because at least if, even if someone is on, even if I disagree with someone and I do this for my own podcast, this is a, (laughs) with an exclamation point, I I would be more than willing to talk about someone, talk to someone who has different values than I do. Cause so far I've brought on people who are also liberal and and progressive because they're the people I know, like I hang out with liberal liberal and progressive people, but I would be more than willing to have someone who had different values than I did what we would have to live in the same reality which means Biden won the election and there are no microchips <laughs> in the in the vaccine be a tall uh, order. Uh, so you'd have to order. live in reality the earth is not flat you have to live in the reality but Um, Well, you you, you just you have to be willing to hear things that might make you uncomfortable, but be willing to say, I understand where you came from. And I'm willing to do that with them. Like, of course, you know, my my stance on abortion is. Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's my that's my stance on it. So if you're anti-abortion, I'm not going to not talk to you. I'm just I'm going to go in understanding that we have differences and yeah. it's okay. Right. I'm not going to be like you're wrong.
1: Well, that's that's the way you said that too was so <laughs> wonderful because you said um, I, I'm not trying. It's about making the other person uncomfortable. Yeah. And pay attention to that. But then the next thing to my mind is like. The image in this country of what it looks like when, let's say, you know, you and I are talking, what's the image of a white man looking uncomfortable versus a black woman looking uncomfortable? What I mean is that, like, you could be uncomfortable and visibly show that and then actually just be shuttled into this other opinion when it's like, oh, she's aggressive, she's being...
0: Oh You know what I
1: mean Whatever it is A mixture of woman And black And and, and
0: then aggression Is all... going to be added to that Yeah, yeah And if yeah. I was Latina It would be spicy it Whatever
1: would... <laughs> Yeah absolutely So like even the actual Analysis of like I don't want to make you Uncomfortable Yeah Looks like you're getting A little hot there is Yeah everything okay Like Yeah
0: It's like well actually I'm just know... super uncomfortable Yeah But you, you interpret can... it as anger Yeah
1: You mm-hmm. can't even honestly Analyze Like you can even <laughs> Say that and say I want to I want to make sure I don't make anyone Uncomfortable But at the same time, it's like, tone it down there.